I put mashed potatoes on my boner and catapulted in. That's, That's what's in. Our team's colors are piss and shit. That's what's in. I walked in on my dad making out with my neighbor, who's also a guy. That's, That's what's in. We love Austin Nola. Put your dick in my hola. That's what's in. I asked a girl to sing your prom, and she went with my mom. That's what's in. <laughs> Soup is better with a side of melted cheddar. That's what's in. Manny Machado is a time to watch Bravo. That's what's in. It shouldn't be frowned upon to sit when you pee. That's what's in. Wiping from the front isn't as weird as you think. That's what's in. I get showers daily, but my dick's still smelly. Oh, that's what's in. San Diego Zoo. Ooh, there's the guy I blew. Oh, that's what's in. Six middle-aged white guys, and the first I got married way too young. Lead to moments like this, because the guy in the back was secretly in love with the guy who got married. Leads to moments like this. Uh, 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 that's, that's what's in. Rocky. Rocky Balboa. Rocky Balboa, cheese steak for Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour. It is 9.39 on Wednesday, October 19th. We are recording shortly after Game 2 of the NLCS. The Phillies are tied 1-1 against the Padres. They did just blow Game 2, but they are heading back to Citizens Bank Park with home field advantage, your Philadelphia Eagles are 6-0 heading to the bye Sixers drop game one. And the Philadelphia Flyers are undefeated currently as we speak. That could change or stay the same as we keep going. I am joined, as always, by Jimmy, by Dirty Mike, and by, I imagine, Optimistic Nick. We will find out. I want to get a temperature check because after game one, it was steamrolling, freight train speed, headfirst into the World Series. But it was a pretty deflating game, too. Nick, I'm going to you first. Your thoughts on where the Phillies are now. Temperature check. Well, I'm I'm kind of pissed that we're doing this show on a Wednesday. Because um, it would have been a lot more fun to do it last night after game one victory. You know, This real, is real guerrilla podcasting. I was real, uh, I was real juiced up. In the up. moment. I was real juiced up yesterday. And now I'm like, not... Cause like that's that game sucked and um, you know sucked balls, but uh, I feel fine. I mean, you gotta be happy coming out of coming out of San Diego with a one one split, right? Right. So I guess the question I should ask is, are we happy with the one one split? Yeah. Or are we upset that we were up for nothing and Nola gave away four runs? Uh, a little bit of both. A little okay. bit of both. Right. I mean, listen, Nola's my guy. You know, he's my guy, and um, I'm not I'm not too pleased. Right now that, um, you know, 
This lineup, this this Padres lineup doesn't do much for me, man. I, I think they suck balls. I mean, they got Juan Soto, Whoa. Machado. They, they, I do. I don't understand how they beat the Dodgers. I really don't. I mean, this team is just underwhelming to me, and it's for Nola to just. You know, shit to bed. Now, you know, Brad Hand came in and he he farted all over the place too, and and then Bellotti tried to fart all over the place, and uh, it was just it, it's it's disheartening that they lost the way they did. But you know, forget all that fucking shit because on Friday night we're gonna be back at Citizen Bank Park and we're gonna fuck shit up. You so, know what I mean? So the temperature check is a lot of farting, but we're gonna fuck shit up on Friday night. Yeah, yeah. All right, Dirty Mike, temperature check after game two. Dude, my my emotions this past week have been so all over the place. And like, tonight they just really spiral because, listen, I wrote this team off as soon as they were playing Atlanta. So everything to this point for me now just feels like a bonus. So I feel like I don't even deserve to be mad, right? Like, I, I didn't see them here. So any win I get at this point is just bonus baseball, fun baseball. Like, but at the same time, it's like now that we're here, it's like just fucking win. And when you score five runs on the Padres in game two of an NLCS on the road with your ace borderline Cy Young pitcher going that's a game that you should win and Nola just queefed up and the second he gave up and it really felt like it was just totally over when he gave up that base hit to his brother just like the game during the regular season that we lost when he did the same thing and uh no Nola just didn't have his stuff tonight but all around temperature check listen man it's splitting a game on and, and going home for three I mean what's to be mad about I mean we're gonna have three straight if we if we don't win at least two though Coming up on this homestand, it's not going to be looking good. That math checks out. That I would agree that yeah. that math, if we don't win two, we are in serious trouble. Yeah. yeah. Jimmy, temperature check. About 98.9, Matt. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of agree with Dirty a little bit, but just because, look, you had the 4 nothing lead and you had Nola on the mound. And so, like, I, it's not the end of the world. It's just, like, it sucks because if they, w- if they won that game today, like, I, I'm losing my mind because the, then it's like, I don't, I think the, the stats are if you win game one, it's like 75% or something like that. You advance. But, like, I feel like if we, I mean, if we had won today and it, it would, you know, if Nola had been the Nola that we got in the break, series i feel like we we you know we would have you know had a better chance um but they i mean they win both of those games i i I think you're basically punching your ticket to the world series like the way that but i will say that the you know they lost game two in the brave series and they got they i mean they didn't put up a single run at least tonight they still had the offense going a little bit or today they still had the offense going a little bit like the offense was still there and i think that this team hopefully We'll continue with the offense, and um, yeah, let's like they said, three straight at home. Let's uh, let's try and take two. I think you know you you come here for level headed opinions. You come to the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour for level headed opinions, especially from Nick, who said it is both. You can be happy that you walked away one and one with the split. And be upset that Aaron Nola gave up four. It's yeah, okay yeah. to feel both ways. And that's tough right now in this moment. But when this episode releases on Friday morning and we're preparing for game three, hopefully cooler heads will prepare, will prevail. Like to prepare. We're about to prepare. And we'll know that it's just next game, next next man up, all that stuff. The, the only person who's not concerned at all is Topper. 
And that's all that matters. Yeah. He's got these guys ready to go. On this post-game conference, he said, this is exactly what we did against Atlanta. I'm not so sure that man... I'm not so sure that man feels things. I love that. I think think he's got a resting heartbeat of uh, 40, I believe. Is that a good resting heartbeat? That's like uh, clinically dead. Oh, my God. Well, if your heart heart is resting, that that means it's asleep (laughs) and it's not doing anything. That means you're dead, right? Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's a corpse. Okay. All right. But that's what Topper said after the game, his post-game press conference. He said, this is exactly what we did in Atlanta. Someone asked, what are you telling your boys? He said, that is what we did against Atlanta. We're going to go back to Philadelphia with 46,000 raucous fans, and, and we're good. We're fine. I mean, what more do you want out of this guy? Yeah, of course we want to be up 2-0. And, we, and I thought after the second inning we had it, and now we don't. And that fucking sucks. But if you were asked before the series started if you would take a split, you would have said 10 times out of 10, yes. So big picture, we're okay. Little picture in the moment right now. It fucking sucks as game went. It was a drag for the last four innings. My God. Carried on for what felt like for two hours. But you know what? It's the NLCS. It's four teams left. It's the best of the best. Regardless of what all these writers are trying to do to reshape the postseason and saying the teams that have 100 wins should be the ones that are left standing. Like, no, 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 no. Dude. They had their chance to win. They had their chance to get into the NLCS. It's the Phillies. It's the Padres. It's the best teams left. And we're going into Citizens Bank Park with three games. A chance to not even go back to San Diego. So, yeah, I'm... I'm okay. If the, if the roles were reversed, if if we were the, the National League East champions and and we had to sit for five days and then the Mets and the Braves sneak in and then, and then kick our ass, are, are we are we being those guys? We'd be totally reasonable, Nick. You yeah, think so? Totally reasonable. Yeah, come on, Nick. Certainly. Yeah. Come on, yeah. Nick. Please. Well, how, I mean, that's what I'd like to believe because totally I'm, I'm a totally reasonable person. Sure. Yep. You know, so I just wanted to make sure You're we were all wearing shorts in 45 degree weather right now. And an Orioles hat. Yeah. Uh, yep. y- y- listen. Listen. Yeah, that's a f- that's violation. That's already quitting. Are, are, are you just a Manny Machado fan? Is that what you're doing? Were you pumped, Manny? I'm a Manny Machado guy. <laughs> oh man, you must have loved today. Yeah. Th- this was Big our, day for you. this How was a reverse. It was a reverse jinx. So we got Padre work. Nick. Padre Nick. All right, wow. Padre Nick. What are your thoughts about today? Oriole Nick. God damn it. Listen, I was out of my son is on the Orioles for fall ball. Okay, and and I'm the coach. Okay. And I, I just, I had the hat on. Okay. I didn't take it off. Okay. okay. Coach K. Okay. All right. And just, listen, I'm sorry I didn't change my fucking hat. All right. Okay. You should be sorry. You should be sorry. And you should own a pair of sweatpants. I it can't. is 45 degrees out here in this room. I can't get past either of those things. Uh, Not owning sweatpants is, um, I mean, I've said it before, but it's, uh, it's worth bringing up every it, episode now that we're heading into the should put you on the thing. FBI watch list, I think. Yeah. Not wearing sweatpants and wearing an Orioles hat when I, we're facing I, the Padres. We're not doing Instagram live. I thought I'd get away with it. It's just a hat. Nope. You know, my my I have hat head, and 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 I don't know. It was on my head. Are we not doing Instagram live because you didn't charge your phone? Yeah, I might even say no no fly list. Unbelievable. Yeah, I only have like four percent. I just totally expected Nick to come out here again with a Stone Cold Steve Austin shirtless tee and a bit of you know a nice Eagles hat cap, maybe a Flyers cap. I mean, he comes way, out here with an Orioles hat. It's like, what's what are we doing? The way this city is flying right now, you're out here. You're all bundled up. As bundled up as a man with no sweatpants can be with an Orioles hat on. This is absolutely disgusting. Yeah, he's down. I didn't, I'm I, nervous. I didn't think about it too much. Don't you want to see somebody just tickle Rob Thompson? Just see what happens. Nothing to see if he laughs or yeah, not? Yeah, yeah, just see like, like I don't know. 
nothing would happen. Now, he he would it, just fart. Is it the tickle under the armpits? Is it the feather <laughs> whatever. under the foot? You'd poke on the side, whatever. Yeah, I, I, think you'd, I think you'd get knocked straight out. Oh, you think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, probably... you try to tickle that man? Yeah. That man's going to knock your teeth down. I don't know. I think, no, he probably, I I think he probably punches like no. a three-toed sloth. No, no way, dude. Maybe. No <laughs> way, dude. That guy's got sneaky, like, gangster mode. So, Jimmy, you're saying if you give him the Pillsbury Doughboy, he's yeah, going yeah. to hit you like a koala? Yeah, no, it's a three-toed sloth. Okay, sure, same thing. Oh, man, you, I think you guys have him read wrong. Mm, okay. Nick, you think he's like a, like a, like what, like a roadhouse brawler? Like yeah, a, dude. Okay. Yeah, like, you know, like sneaky, like fucking fight club type Old man shit. strength wow, you're talking yeah. about. Man. Like, did you think Meatloaf would be in fight club? Like, I sure didn't. Remember when Buzz Aldrin hmm. punched that guy who said he didn't go to the moon? Who the uh, fuck yeah. is Buzz Aldrin? Like, he, uh, you Buzz Lightyear? Yes. Fucking knocked him out cold. Yeah, Buzz Lightyear, 100%. For real, Buzz Aldrin? Got no, it. that was that was the that was light years real. Is that a real guy? Okay, last we talked, we were light still years? facing the uh, the Braves and the Eagles are on their way to face Cowboys. We will talk about the Eagles, but obviously the Braves are out. We are in the NLCS game one. As Nick as Nick wrote on our way on our whiteboard, game one is tight. Game two is not yeah. tight. Yeah. Uh, Nick, what was the most Accurate. tight good part? Sum up. The first one was hella tight. What was the most tight part about game one, in your opinion? Well, Kyle Schwarber hit a ball so hard Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that I've never felt a boner the way I felt on Tuesday night, whatever night it was. As someone who has two kids, that was the tightest boner you've ever had? The tightest boner of all time. Mm -hmm. I've never seen anything like it. I mean, seriously, what do you want to see? You want to see Kyle Schwarber (laughs) do that, or do you want to see a pair of tits? Most of the time, I'm going to say a pair of tits, mm. but that, that. Okay, so Kyle Schwarber's home run was better than a pair of tits. That. Dirty, what was the tightest part of game one? I mean, I don't, I, I want to say it was anything but that Schwarber home run, but like Bryce's reaction said everything. It was just so, it was so absurd. Like, and when he hit it, I was like, because you know how Schwarber will hit balls like that sometimes and then they just go like a mile east foul? Like, that's what I thought initially happened off the bat. I just thought it was a foul ball. And then when I saw him stare it down, I was like, oh my God. And then like, I, you were just waiting for the numbers to come in. They started saying 120 miles off the bat and you're going, that can't be real, man. Like, it's just crazy that anyone could hit a baseball. Initial, like initial dirty Mike is a moron, by the way. Who? Initial dirty Mike, like your initial reaction, dirty Mike. Yeah. Dude, come on. It was when he, when it was, he hit that ball. Like you you really thought it was going to foul? I, I really the did. The second he connected with it, my fucking my boner went through my pants and into like, the television. I feel like he hit it so hard I didn't even I didn't oh. even know what happened. I was like, where first off, where is it? It didn't re- I here's where I will agree with uh initial Mike here is that it didn't register to me because it was hit so hard and Kyle Schwerber just did his reaction was he barely reacted. He yes. just stood there. I didn't think it was foul. I didn't even under I didn't comprehend <laughs> what happened. I think he was shocked. How hard he, he was did. like, "Holy shit!" No, like if, but like if you notice, like it, the, it was, it was hit so hard that like the camera didn't even like the camera, no. like you barely saw the ball off the bat. First mm-hmm. of all, right, and then like the camera took a second to even because like it, it was so goddamn fast. It almost didn't catch the ball hitting the upper deck because it all happened so fast. Yeah. Like that was easy. Like I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure that was like the hardest hit ball I think I've ever Fucking seen. Fucking scud. It's the missile. hardest. It's the longest home run, the hardest hit ball at Petco Park Stadium. It was with 500 feet. <laughs> and it, and it was the hardest hit ball of his career. And that guy, he's not just a home run hitter. He's a masher. And there is a difference. Like, there's home run hitters and there's guys that swing for the goddamn moon. Yeah. And he, that was the hardest hit ball of his career. Credit where credit's due. This is from 94-1, I heard. But, like, they, apparently people at Petco Park, like, people on the, on the Padres, said they've never even seen somebody hit it up there during batting practice. It's crazy. Yeah. So, it, it was... 
it, it, it was like an outer body experience when he connected. It was like, what's going on? I didn't think felt like I just didn't comprehend it. And that, that's for like 0.2 seconds. And then you see the lift off the Matt Stairs esque oh. lift off. And it's like, holy shit balls Dude, what is going on so they interviewed you darvish this morning like afterwards i guess after he cooled off and like they were like so what did you think about that home run that schwerber hit and, you know he doesn't speak a lick of english so he does this whole thing completely straight face and looks angry and his translator just calmly translates and goes yes you says that uh, him and kyle schwerber are good friends but when he sees him he's going to punch his face <laughs> No way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he said that. 100%. Oh, 100%. That's yeah. awesome. They, they play together on the that's Cubs. So awesome. they're, that's they're, great. Yeah. That, uh, he's got a great sense of humor. Yeah. It's uh-huh. my kind of sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he, he, still, he still doesn't speak English? No, not a lick. Not a lick. Not a single he's lick. been here for like 20 years. Not even a high. Not even a hello. Hey, you know what? Stick to your guns, man, I guess. I mean, if you're going to do something, go all in. Just Nick, he probably Nick, knows all fuck, the English curse words. Fuck, fuck these Americans. Nick, I'm going to steal their if, money. If, and if you went to live in Japan, you, you could be there 100 years. And you could be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All Nick would know is the curse words. He would know like dick, vagina, and tits. Could you imagine Nick trying to learn Japanese? <laughs> and steak. He say steak. Can I eat steak? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, dude, I know. The, I know the word for steak in Japan. It's wagyu. Okay, good. Yeah. Right? Very good, Nick. That's actually more than I expected. He, he I knows that, but not Buzz Aldrin. So, wagyu, please. Out of the game one, what is tight out of game one? Of course, it's Schwarber. I was wondering, and Jimmy, maybe this was it for you. It was the best pitching performance by a Philly in the postseason because we haven't been there in a decade huh? since Doc Halliday's no-no. Wheeler was unreal. Through six innings, 83 pitches, it was it was an absolute clinic on the mound. So I didn't know there's anybody out there who said, yeah, seeing a Titanic home run five almost 500 feet is unbelievable. But there's some people out there who just like truly love the art of pitching, and, and that was as good of pitching as it gets. So I didn't know someone was going to say that yeah, exactly. I, I will say another spot for me, because like I really – Bryce Harper's home run, like – um. You could put most batters like maybe I think maybe only Mike Trout could the way that he hit that ball it would be strong enough for that ball to go out as it did. Yeah, he's, it, he's on that Anyone level. else that's a pop up and like he muscled the shit out of that home run like because yeah. he didn't even hit it that clean. Yeah. Like it, that was like incredible. It, it's like man. somehow Howard's Oppo Boppas would go like Howard would just it just looked like a pop up sometimes and it would go out. He just was that yeah, strong. Yeah. It was it, like, I, like that. I just I was uh, I'm a big Bryce Harper fan obviously but uh, you know. Oh yeah? Hey. You are? Always have been actually. Really? Remember when people used to hate him when he was on yeah. the Nationals? Oh, I, totally I never did. did. I never remember, hated him. You remember the first pitch uh, against the Phillies was Cole Hamels and him and he threw it directly behind his back? Yeah. Oh 100%. First time uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hated him. And look at him now. Look at him now. 30-year contract with the Phillies in the NLC. Fanatic shoes. I really took a turn on Bryce when he beat the living piss out of Papelbaum because that guy was such a fucking Nah, nerd. you know what? You know what's funny? Papelbaum beat him up. I went, I, I, for some reason, I thought of that the other day and I, I YouTubed it to see. Yeah. No, but here's the here's the thing. Papelbaum's a bitch because yeah. Papelbaum had the high ground on sure. Bryce. He was like in the dugout. Totally. So he's chirping at Bryce as he's walking to the dugout. Bryce goes down yep. and Papelbaum's up on the, you know, the front of the dugout yeah, where the players I've lean. And Bryce basically says to him, like, you got something to say to me? Like, I was, you know, reading lips. Yeah. And, and Pavelbon comes from the top yeah, and yeah. jumps on him. Yeah, that Oklahoma anger or wherever the fuck he's there, from. There was never a bigger, maybe John Rocker. There's never been a bigger bitch in baseball than Jonathan Pavelbon. Yeah. And that biggest bitch, Jonathan Pavelbon, is the all-time saves leader in Philadelphia history and will be for a long, <sighs> a long time. I hate that. Still a bitch. Until, until we're at least, honestly, 50 or six years old. And God. 
Unless we get somebody who's young and takes that position yep. for a long time. Um, game two. Uh, what just what wasn't tight about game two, Nick? <laughs> what 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 was the not tightest part about game two? The the part where we lost. Oh yeah, that that, that definitely tight. goes up on there. Yeah. Uh, Dirty. Can you be more specific on the non tightness of game two? The mo- I mean the. I think I mean we already kind of touched on it, and I guess I'll, reha- I'll rehash it a little bit. But like, you go up five nothing on that team, and it's like my, my head was in the clouds, man. I'm like, we're going to the World Series. Like, I, I had no doubt in my mind for once, believe it or not, that when we went when we took that lead with Nola on the mound, that going back to Philly, like it was a lock. Like we're going to the finals. And then when he queefed up that lead and gave up that base hit to his brother and essentially tied the game, that's when I just started to not feel tight again. Mm, yeah. That's a good moment. Yeah, that, 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 for for nothing, that 4 nothing felt, felt real tight, too, I should oh, say. Oh, it felt so yeah, good. That was, that's, that's, you know, full disclosure, that's really all I watched. That's why I'm wearing an Orioles hat, because so I had a baseball game, and I missed, I missed oh. all of the awfulness. I missed all six runs. Oh, and wow. uh, I get I back. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I go to the game. Oh. So we're up four nothing. I get out of the car. I go back to the car. Turn the game on. WIP and and it's fucking six four. And I'm just like, Ew. oh man, what a way to Ew. find out. That is, yeah, it was tough. I think I'd rather watch the misery than come back and be surprised by yeah, it. Sometimes, being sometimes in life you just have to be a good dad. And it was really hard not to Dude. just like like you know say that like there are plenty I died of awful or something out there yeah. plenty of awful call parents. me a bad dad i watched yeah, the whole hey, thing you know what all my kids were there tonight and all all of us parents were suffering together and mm-hmm. uh we got through it and uh you know yeah. i think you're a worse dad for being there what what kind of parent says to their kid hey don't watch the phillies in the nlcs Hire Fuck. a different coach. Nick, I, have a con- I have a confession. When, when, when the Phillies clinched on Saturday against the Braves, I was at fucking some Cherry Crest farm place walking around taking pictures of kids with pumpkins. No, Miss, you missed the whole game, bro. Whole game. Oh talk about being talk god. about being a good dad. Oh god. What, what was I gonna say? Bro, there were so many no, dads. No, it's you a good say start. you say we'll go Saturday whoa, morning. Whoa, whoa, this is a throwback. Remember when uh, he went to the zoo instead yeah, of watching the Eagles? He went to the zoo. Oh, zoo Mike. Zoo you Mike. Two, you two are the worst. Cherry whoa, Crest whoa, Mike. Whoa. This is this is re- recreational sports that my that I that I signed up for and that was no. scheduled months ago. Dirty yeah. could have went to this fucking pumpkin patch no, bro. At, at any time, at any, on any day. It was a, it's a ticket buying type deal and they're kinda expensive and it was just happened to be that day that she bought him for. And I found out like a few days before and I was like, Oh my God, like what? So we go, there were so many sad dads walking around with Philly shirt on that when we saw each other, we would like nod at each other. We just knew how sad we all were. knew that Jimmy was a bigger Philadelphia sports fan than both dirty Mike and Nick. The the biggest. Mm -hmm. Congratulations, Jimmy. We're we're putting a poll up and I'm going to win a hundred percent to zero. That I haven't missed a single second of any, Eagles or Phillies game this season. Whoa. There you go. Or I mean this postseason. This season. Phillies postseason. Eagles yourself. season. Lie. Lie your way through this. Right, come on. We all know. All the way we all this. know nobody watched the whole season of the Phillies. Mm, no. yeah. Some old guy in South Philly definitely does. Exactly. There are a lot yeah. of liars yeah. out there. Jail, though. Sal, a lot yeah. of liars. Yeah. There are a ton of liars and a ton of bad dads. Nick and Dirty might be one of them. Damn it. Two of them. Yeah. Um, I think I think uh there's a lot of non tight moments. Um all right, so we take a look ahead. How do we feel about Game Three? The pitchers are Joe Musgrove and Ranger Suarez. And let, let, let me say this: You Darvish is good. Blake Snell's good. Joe Musgrove scares me. Scares the shit out of me. Matt. Joe Musgrove is a pitcher that's not talked about in Major League Baseball. I don't care about the whole grease on the ear incident against the Mets. Nope. 
Guy's a good pitcher. Yep, good he, pitcher. He doesn't scare me so much. Like we can't hit him because we can hit any pitcher. We show that we can in the uh, wild card in the NLDS. But I rather been up two games to zero. Easiest there, uh, no dust statement of all time. But ah, don't love the matchup of Musgrove versus Ranger. Can't wait to be wrong about that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it all comes down to he, he's not ready for for what's about to happen to him on Friday night. That he has no like. fucking idea. He, he's never pitched in anything anywhere near what he's gonna pitch in on Friday night, and it, it's just gonna be miserable for him. We're gonna hit, we're gonna hit homers, and okay. we're, we're gonna and we're gonna pray that that Ranger Suarez can uh, give give us some innings because that, that's all we fucking need. You know what? Here, here's what I like about Ranger versus Musgrove. Ranger, and, and don't come at me being like, you can't say shit like this. What I love about Ranger is like he comes from like those those villages in like Central and South America where like just like shit is way more important than Major League Baseball. Like totally. living and totally. food and like finding shelter when it rains. Yeah. So like game through the NLCS is like, yeah, I'll pitch this game. Like that, this, this means man. I'm gonna give to you, me. and I'm gonna give you seven strong, and we're gonna win six or seven strong. And I'm not phased if someone hits a double, and I have zero outs. Like I'll get out of this, whatever, because like I had to find like bread and cheese uh, for a weekend for my family. Yeah, you just yeah, find so, like, that stuff. That's fine. Like Ranger can handle this moment. Joe Musgrove, like you know, like any typical American, someone's gonna tweet at me like, actually, he's all from all uh, this like small yeah, village. France. Yeah, fuck you, Joe Musgrove, oh, typical oh, American. Like this ears. is his whole life. Like. He's lived up to, like, get this moment in the LCS. Like, the moment's going to be too big for him. So, I take back everything I said. Ranger Suarez is yeah. going to fuck up Joe Musgrove. Yeah, yeah. The LCS means nothing to Ranger Suarez. Yeah. Oh, I feel so miserable about it. Musgrove's got postseason experience, so I'm going to bring this fucking thing yeah, right back he does. down from Not the top. In Philly. Yeah, he played. He won, he won a World Series game against the Dodgers with Houston. I don't like it okay. one bit. The guy's got... Cheater. He's he a cheater. Cheater. We can, oh, we can, we can, oh we and, that, and that was the COVID year, right? That, uh, 2017. Is when he did it. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Well, cheater. Yep. Yep. Cheater. Big time cheater. On, it was banging on a trash can. Uh, totally cheating. You know how easy it is to win a World Series when you're banging on a trash yeah. can? Totally cheating. And if it's Which I would love for Philadelphia yeah. to do. And Go if ahead. he's in Philly and his ear is greasy when he's in Philly, he's, oh, he's cheating then too. Oh, oh, Matt. Oh, boy. Oh, Musgrove, you say? Yes, yes. Joe Musgrove. Good picture. It reminds me of a song, Matt. Oh, we all go down to the old Musgrove and pick a pail of cherries. We all go down to the old Musgrove and pick a pail of pears. Okay. We all go down to the old Musgrove and blow everyone we see. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. We all go down to the old Musgrove and fish for tuna salad. Okay. What? Wow, that's a good song. It took a bit of a turn in the third uh, part there of the verse. What, why was that? Why was that part of the lyric? There? I don't know what you're talking about, Zaya. It, well, you talked about you guys picking for food, which I imagine was so necessary in medieval times, and then you blew everyone you saw. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. We all go down to the old Musgrove and pick a pail of cherries. We all go down to the old Musgrove and pick a pail of pears. We all go down to the old Musgrove and finger each other's assholes. We all go down to the old Musgrove and fish for tuna salad. Okay, so that's where I have a question. What do you mean, Zach? What I mean is I understand why you go down to the grove. I don't know the musgrove, but you get your pears and your cherries and then you you finger each other's assholes. I heard it. 
I, that it is not a part of the lyrics, sir. No, you, well, unless I heard incorrectly, which I don't think I did, you, uh, you blew each other and you fingered each other's it muscles. Must have, it must have been an old English slip, because we call it. Okay, so you're saying that, okay. Before I don't Freud. know. It's many, many a Sunday I spent in the old Musgroves. I would imagine with things like that going on. Hmm. Eat a couple of pears, eat a couple of cherries, and finger some assholes. Must have been a great Sunday. What? I, yes, I imagine it's a great Sunday. That last part, you're a, you're a, a vagabond. Okay. A scallywag. All right. Well, listen. <laughs> Joe. A real pumpernickel. All right, well that's that's ridiculous. I don't even think that makes any sense. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's bread or something. Yeah, a pumpernickel is bread. <laughs> Joe Musgrove is pitching against the Phillies, and apparently that brings up uh, some, I imagine, some fun memories for you down in the old grove. Yes, I, I I appreciate you bringing that up, sir. It's been a long time since I thought about the old Musgrove. <laughs> you got it, peasant. Well, it was great having you on and hearing some uh, old Yules of the past. Uh, boy, well, now that's all I'm going to be thinking about on Friday when we're facing Musgrove. It's like oh. a 3-2 count against Harper. And I'm just like, oh, man, just a bunch of English people fingering each other's assholes sweaty, down the grove. Sweaty old men that never shower just fingering each other's buttholes. With a bunch of pears in their mouth. Yeah, cherries. I feel totally different about this game. Musgrove only won because he cheated in the past. He's got yeah. a cheating scandal against the Mets, and he loves fingering guys' assholes down the grove. First off. That's your that's your cup of tea. Sip away. Yeah, sure. Fine. Yeah, yeah. That's what's in. Yeah, and that's what's in. But we like, we are a uh, we are we are a we podcast are that is fingering assholes. We whatever oh you want to do, man. Yeah. Like that. I, that's how I feel. Yeah. If you want to finger a guy's asshole, yeah. Mm-hmm. Roll, me, up, roll up your sleeves. I yeah. just want to yeah. clarify Shit, because sometimes yeah, we we'll, make we'll watch. Give me a call. Sometimes we make you know gay jokes on the show because it's funny. Sure. But like, it's all about humor. But we love we love it. But we're dead serious when yeah. we say if you want to finger guys' asshole, roll up your sleeve and finger yeah, away. DM me on yeah. Twitter. If, if you're gonna do something, you better do it right. Do it right. All right. There's so gonna I- be a time and place where I do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm surprised that doesn't happen yet, but you know. It hasn't? No. Huh. And and I'm not I've never been against it, so Okay. Good to know. Okay. That's good. <laughs> Um, saying. 2022. <laughs> Nick's going to be in a musgrove. Fuck it. All right. So for, I mean, this question has to be for the two worst parents of all time in mm-hmm. Nick and Dirty Mike. Yeah. The game is 630 on Friday. What are your plans? Matt, you know what? Don't, don't please me. You're right. You're right. Don't say, oh, Matt, 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 please. Matt, you're right. Good question. Excellent question. It's an, it is a good question because, you know, baseball schedule. I'm free on Friday. So, um, hey, maybe I'll come watch it with you. Maybe I'll do that. Please come on over. Watch out for your my Orioles hat. Dirty? Tell your asshole to watch it. What what tickets do you have? Uh, None yet. My asshole is off limits. You don't want anything to do with my asshole. It's it's an absolute disgrace. It's it's a little, it's just, it's got to be a little messy. So hairy. A little messy. It's like the uh, worms in Dune. What? (laughs) (laughs) What are they called? Who knows? What are they called? I forget. Uh, Dirty, what tickets do you have to a show that makes you not be able to watch the game? No, I think I, I see. Here's my thing. I would like to say that I'm not busy, but I don't know what I'm doing day to day. So I might, my whole Saturday Dude, might be booked. Shy Halud, the Shy Halud. That was okay. Called. All right, that's well, what it was. What? what? No, that's the worms in Dune. There's no way that's real. Great movie. Great. Movie. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yo, Dune was cool. 
Yeah. Dude, Dude, yeah. Cool. yeah. The second one's going to be even better. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. More Zendaya? That, that makes everything better. Yeah. So dirty. Yeah. Loss on game three? Oh, my God, for sure. Musgrove's going to steamroll him. This offense is going to, you know how Ranger is, man. He's going to come in. He'll probably have like two good innings. We're going to get a strike out of the side both times. And then by the third inning, he's going to get wild like Noel did. I don't feel good about game three at all. Four, I feel a little bit better. And then Wheeler on Sunday, I think that's where we get our two wins. But I think Ranger gets walloped. Yep. Nick, how much are the Phillies going by? So here's the difference for me is is that I don't think Rangers going to get walloped, and the difference is is the offenses. Like I know Ranger didn't have a good game the first time around, but like the Braves got a bunch of guys that can hit. They can flat out hit. They can hit home runs all they, you know up and down the lineup. They can hit homers, and, and then you look at the Padres, and yes, they have Soto. Yes, they have Machado. We've been over this. And Pro- Josh Bell and Josh Bell, Josh Bell sucks. Josh Bell sucks. Brandon Drury has been awful his whole career until like the past two months. That sucks. Cronenworth is fair. He's fine. Yeah. Um, Austin Nola can't hit. Uh, they have Jorge Alfaro on their team, so he can't hit. Nola's what about, about Hanson Yushu? And no, he can't hit either. Okay. I don't care. No, no. Cam or whatever his name Their is. hitters don't scare me. And Rangers a gamer, dude. Like I think Rangers just gonna pitch around these guys. You know, make them fucking hit a lot of dinky ass ground balls. He's gonna cruise through this game. I, I think we're gonna get six out of him. I'd love to get seven. Um, but you know, this is gonna come down to the bullpen for me. Twelve to one. You're, you're, oh. Twelve to one. So you think it's gonna be twelve to one, Nick? Um, if no, 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 I think that's a little ridiculous to go that high. I think it's gonna be 10 to 1. Okay, no, I think that's fair. Um, oh, hey, yeah, god damn it. I was gonna ask Jimmy his prediction on game three, but what? we have the sorry, we have uh, the loser of game two. Uh, I don't joining us, I don't want to um talk about that because I, I think um, there's a some, possibility some that bitch. um, I could pitch in a clincher and um. You can't spell redemption without N-O-L-A. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Aaron Nola. It's true. It's true. I don't know. I don't think that is true. I don't think there's... Yeah, dude. It is. Aaron, um, how how are you feeling after today's game? Look, we all know (laughs) that the sun traps electromagnetic energy. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if everybody knows. Go ahead. Yeah. Who am I to step on it? And so... It was actually, um, my brother is, uh, here too. Do you want to talk to him? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. That's a huge get. The both Nola brothers in the NLCS. Yeah. It'd be great. Hey, this is Austin. <laughs> Come on, Aaron. What are we pulling here? What? <laughs> is this really your brother Austin or is this just you? Yeah, it's me, Austin. <laughs> Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Aaron Nola's brother, Austin. Austin, Nola, how are you today? I'm just really excited to be playing against my brother in the NLCS. Yeah, got it. I, I, I can tell you had a very big hit today. Um, nice moment for you and your family, Austin. You can't even imagine how excited we all are. Sure, sure. I, I, I can feel it. Your mom should hear it. it. Uh, it's it's beaming through the microphones right now. I didn't even put pine tar on my bat today because my hands were so sweaty. Sure, that makes sense. What? The sweat is a natural uh, adherence. Because of the electricity? Yeah. Okay. I just... I'm really elated. 
to play against my my little bro. Okay, Austin, can I talk to your your younger brother, Aaron? Yeah. Okay. Here he is. Thanks, Austin. Aaron, how uh, Aaron? Aaron, you there? Yeah. Okay, Aaron. Hey. Thanks for getting Austin on. That was yeah. really nice of you. Yeah, I I figured like me and him are like yin and yang, like oil and water. We bring such different energies. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that couldn't agree more. A really huge get for the Rocky Balboa Cheese Egg Fun Hour. Austin and Aaron Nola, they're as different as each other's first names. Um, how did they're feel? both they both start with A? Got it. Um, how did it feel facing him and have him hit a, a critical RBI single off of you? Uh, I'm always fun. I'm, I always like what <laughs> I always. I always like to face Aaron. Austin? Yeah, this is Austin again. Okay. Okay. Are you sharing the same phone? What is going on? Yeah, we're just passing it back and forth. Okay, well, both of you, what are your final thoughts here? Son of a bitch. Oh, hey, this is Aaron. Got it. Aaron... I'm hoping to get a revenge match. Sure. Hey, this is Austin. Austin, good to have you back. I th- I think we're gonna keep on trucking. Cool. Aaron, any final thoughts? No. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Aaron and Austin Noel on the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour. Uh, I you can't tell me anybody else has gotten both Aaron and Austin Nola huge get on their show. So. uh Go us. Oh, what a get. Go us. Great work. Holy shit. That was the worst. Almost too much energy. How do we go down from that? You know? Yeah. Um, Listen, we're, we're coming up a little bit on our first half. I, I want to see the second half for the Eagles. So I want to stretch this out a little bit. We're going to the gambling hour. Are there any final thoughts that you have on the first two games heading into game three? Is there anybody you need to you need to step up? Anybody you're happy to? Reese Hoskins. He he had a home run. Yeah, a meaningless one. Yeah, I got. I when got. you said Reese Hoskins, did you mean Nick Castellanos? Yeah, well, yeah, that's probably yeah, what you meant. Damn it. I feel like you could throw a pitch into the stands, and Nick Castellanos will swing. It's the first one. <laughs> Yo, dude. dude, he swings at everything. What? Yeah, they show the stat today. He's like the number one guy in baseball at swinging. And he ain't even swinging hard anymore. No. Like, I, I don't understand what's going on with him. I've like, never seen anything like it. You know, they, they I, we, we saw a couple videos of of him taking BP uh, not not too long ago. He missed. And uh, no, he was just hitting bombs. And and, and um, I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but he was, you know, I know it's BP and you're just getting tossed little little shitty uh, uh, 60 mile an hour pitches and you can just, you know, unload on them. But like, I don't know, like his bat speed, he looked, he looked like he was more excited for batting practice than fucking than in a game because he is the most la- he's a lazy, long swing. No. And he's swinging at pitches in the dirt. And I'm just like, man, that if that if there's somebody on this team that needs to step up, it, it has to be him for me. Has to be. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with him for sure. I mean, every single ball that he hits with his bat, it hits the bottom third of his bat, too. You ever notice that? Every yeah, because fucking, they pitch him outside. And, he, and he's fucking so late on everything. Like, he's just fucking... He, one, one good game a month 
month from Nick ain't going to cut it. But I think my guys could. I'm going to step it up a little bit and say Gene Segura, man. I expected so much more out of Gene in the playoffs. Like, he's just not doing much. He had that big moment today where he could have either moved the man over or knocked him in and he struck out. And it's like, yeah, Gene, you're yeah. not a strikeout guy. And like, he's just, he's, he has not had one single moment in these playoffs where you go, yeah, Gene, like, literally not one. Like, just uh, snap uh, out of it. I wouldn't say that. He there had was, the moment against the. He had the moment against the Cardinals. All right. The, even, yeah. Even though that, even though, I that, mean, it, that wouldn't have been a hit if the infield yeah. wasn't playing in. And that's kind of, um, that's kind of my point. Were they playing in? Either way, they no, weren't, they, they, they weren't you, playing you, in. You can't say he has it, it was a dinky little hit, man. It was a seeing eye single. You can't say yeah. he hasn't had one single moment in the playoffs where he literally a had moment, a moment yes. where he jumped up in the air a because moment, it was a yes. defining moment yeah, in the playoffs. he did. I can, I can say, I can agree with you that you want a little bit more out of yeah, him. Yeah, give, he, give he, me something else. I will say Nick Castellanos is the obvious answer. I need the Alec Bowman yeah, carry this there. team One, two. Yeah. Uh, with the 330 batting average. Sure. Um, he had a good hit. He had the, he had a good hit that just was Alec Bowman all year. That's like, we don't need you to be hitting the ball super hard. It'd be nice if you fucking did that. But just seeing eye singles. Liners in the gap. Liners in the gap. All that stuff. Just getting on base. Keeping the inning moving forward. All that stuff. Yeah. Because we do put runs on the board and it, it's very uh, unconventional. And that's great and it's super exciting, but it's not a recipe for ongoing success. Right. Get runners on base, hit bombs. Like get even yesterday, base, Matt, with with Boom, like the like the error, and then we're blaming the umpire. It's like what like what are we doing? Like you know, like Tom Top right after the game was like, oh yeah, uh, Boom had said that the umpire came in past second base and got in his way, and then you watch it, and you're like, what? Yeah, that's horrible. What are you talking about? This is just a terrible throw. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, was a, it was a bad play all around. It, you got to just throw. You should just throw the ball to just the base at that point. Right. I'm not too worried about Boehm on defense because he's just proven himself at that point. It was an ugly, ugly moment. I need Boehm at the plate because that's his calling card. Make contact. Uh, I just don't expect anything from Castellanos anymore, which is just such a crazy thing it to sucks. say. Gene Segura, he, he's proven himself as a, as a batter his entire career, so I'm not too worried about him. He's going to put the ball in play, whether it's a single, a double, or an out. He will do that. Castellanos might as well just close his eyes, just swing. I, yeah. I don't get Castellanos. I think he's just not healthy. And he's always been he's always yeah. been an aggressive swinger. Always been. But like he's he's taking pitches that are so far outside and still trying to pull them. Even when they're outside, he always used to push them to right field, right center. Like he I, I don't think he's oblique. He's, he's, doing that reach. he's doing that reach with one like he's letting go of the bat with his right hand, like like I don't know, a quarter of the way through his swing, bending his whole entire body over and trying to pull a ball. That's almost in the fucking in the dugout. I think what he should do it, is it, I, it, I think he should stand six feet to the right of the umpire and ten feet behind him, and then just happy Gilmore every at bat from now on. Just run up to the plate and just hey, fucking it's assassin affairs. You, you just hope he gets a dinky single and does something with it. And if he hits a home run, like oh my god, Cassiano's actually fucking did something, and that fucking sucks because he's truly one of the best hitters in baseball when he's right. I don't think he is. But why can't somebody, Matt, why can't somebody just walk up to him and just like slap him in the face and say, hey, knock that shit off. Well, why don't you do that? Man, they won't let me in the in the in the okay. stadium anymore. All right, that close up close up our <laughs> that finishes our Phillies conversation. We will get into the Eagles in the second half. And that just, first off, that just shows you where we are right now. And your Eagles are six and zero after beating the Cowboys heading into the bye week, but your Phillies are in the NLCS heading into the bank for Game Three. But now, 
It's time for the Rock Game Balboa. Ladies and gentlemen, this year in the NFL has cost more handicappers, more regular gamblers, more degenerate gamblers, more money than people can even imagine. People don't know who the good teams are. The overs aren't hitting. It is the most boring football season around. Thank God we are Philadelphia Eagles fans because nothing makes sense. If you don't believe what I'm saying, listen to these records. I, in the past two seasons on this show, this is a real stat, have a 70% winning percentage. I'm 3-9. and nine. Dirty and Nick are tied at 5-6-1. and one. And Sal, Sal is the only one. Over 500 with a 3 and 2 record. He may be the only person in gambling in America. That's right, Matthew. You, you, you can't. There, there's nobody more trustworthy than Sal. That's it, everybody. If you're trying to handicap a pick, if you're trying to go out there and be like, oh, I know somebody who's hot, I know somebody who's got the picks, they don't. They don't. Except for Sal. The NFL doesn't make sense. You can't trust Rodgers. You can't trust Brady. You can't try to pick an over. Everything's going under. Nothing makes sense except for Sal. So let's go to Nikki Splits, who's at 5, 6, and 1. Yeah. And let's get his picks. Try to figure out which one's the winner and which one's the loser. And that way, you can at least have a fun weekend and just lose your juice. Nikki Splits, let's go! Yeah, you know, I thought I was past this Nikki Splits thing earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what did I start out? I started out like 4 and I or some shit. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. It, it was it was going really well. I was on top of the world. You, I was, I no offense, but shouldn't you strive for Nikki Splits? Because currently, I mean, if you were, you'd, you'd be 500. Well, I'm basically 500, Jimmy. Basically? basically. <laughs> <laughs> I am! I am! <laughs> Jesus, yeah, Jimmy. No, I don't. I'm tired of splitting. I'm trying to win, Jimmy. What don't you? What don't you understand? Was that a fart? Was that a fart? (laughs) Jesus Christ! Wow, that sums up this NFL gambling season. It's Dirty just farting in the middle of the Rocky Balboa cheesesteak gambling hour segment. Nick's almost 500. Maybe just blow right through this. Son of a bitch, Nick! Do you have a pick? I I, I have a couple. I have a couple picks. I have a couple picks. I hope so. A couple picks is what they say. It's all about. Listen, I wanted you guys. Jimmy interrupted me or something. (laughs) So stop, Jimmy. All right, first pick. There's some things I know in this NFL season, and I, and, I'm gonna, and I know it for a fact. The Bengals like to score points, and they don't like to stop the other team at all. The Falcons like to score points, and they too don't like to stop the other team at all. They just—they don't know how to play defense, and you know what? They, they can score some points. So I looked at the spread, and I was like, you know what? Let's see what it is. It's 47 and a half. That's not bad, guys. I think that they can get over 47 and a half, so that's one of my bets. I'm going to take it. I'm taking Marcus Mariota, and I'm taking my man Joe Burrow and T. Higgins and, and Jamar Chase, and they're scoring all kinds of points. This game's probably going to have 70 points, all right? We're 1-0. The second pick. I've had enough of this fucking team. He sounds I- like he's pleading. <laughs> he's not telling you, but he's pleading <laughs> for a pick. Hey, shut the, the fuck up. This is my time. Second pick. I've had enough of this team in the NFL. I just, I just want them gone forever in the Cleveland Browns. There's, there's not good at all. I, I picked the Jets over them early this season, and fucking I, I hit. 
And I just, I like picking against the Browns because they're not good. And they're playing the Ravens. And the Ravens are hot right now, man. They're hot, except for losing to the Giants. But the Ravens are hot. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're real hot. When I say they're hot, they're mad because they lost to the Giants. I almost picked a different game, but then I switched to the Ravens. So that's what's happening right here. But I'm taking the Ravens minus six and a half because the Browns aren't, they're not good at football and the Ravens are. So you know which one to pick and which one not to pick. It's crystal clear. The Ravens minus six and a half. Listen, I I was thinking stuff and other stuff. But hey, those picks are solid. The two and oh. There it is. That's how Nickel gets to six, seven, and one. Turn one of your picks. All right, outside of those Ravens being hot as snow. Uh, so d- d- last week, I don't. I want to start off with this. I bet the over last week on the on the Chiefs and Bills, and I don't want to live in a world where that game doesn't go over. Yeah, that sucks. God, that no one does. That game no one does. This NFL season, if the Eagles weren't six and zero, I'd probably not watch. No, I would. 100 percent watch. Yeah. And, I, and I'd probably be five, six, and one, which I am right now because that's just who I am. I think. But we're gonna try to move forward here. I'm looking. Listen, I've done everything I can at this fucking point to try to win. I've looked for the weird spreads. I've tried to go for the easy overs. Nothing is working. I'm just splitting every week. But I'm going to go back to the well that got me here last year, and that is the weird spreads. Because I feel like out of all the weeks leading up to this one, all the weeks leading up to this one, this is the weirdest week yet with the fucking spreads. Alright, here we're going this one first. And I have no idea what's going on with this line. I don't know what the fuck Vegas is doing. They're freaking everybody out, but the Jacksonville Jaguars are favored minus three at home against the New York Giants, and that totally feels like the Giants should be minus three on the road in Jacksonville. That line screams Jaguars, because everyone on planet Earth is going to take the Giants plus three. I'm not falling into the trap. I'm not biting. I'm not going into the I'm not coming out of the water. I am going Jacksonville minus three. God damn it, do I wish it was two and a half, but I'll take it at three, because I'm probably going to wind up pushing, but that's fine. Then I move on to the next game, and I go uh, another weird spread, but I'm not going to touch it. Actually, now that I see this game, I just I landed on something different. On the spot. On the oh, spot. We have it on, we have it on the spot. We have it on the spot. It, it, just, cl- it just clicked. Like a huge light bulb went hey, off. Hey, my brain works that way, too. Dirty. I go. just went down and saw Seattle Seahawks at Los Angeles Chargers, and the over is 50 and a half. Is that a fucking joke? I'm, 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 I talk about not falling for certain spreads. Well, here we go, because I'm falling for this one. I'm going to bet the over in Seattle and Chargers, because these two idiots don't know how to play football whatsoever. There's guys just scoring touchdowns by accident in these types of games. So I'm going over 50. 50 yeah, no, now it's 51. So I'll take it at 51. Okay, well, those two idiots just could barely figure out a pick and uh, just figure out the splits between that, and you'll be fine. You'll just lose the juice and hopefully have a good time watching the game. Sal, the only person in this gambling handicapping world that we can lean on to win some money is you. That's right, Matthew. Lead us in the promise Been land. to jail more times than Ted Bundy, but I can... <laughs> I can pick him. <laughs> this week's trash can pick it a week was no doubt about it. There was no other way that this could have gone except for the Houston Texans versus the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> The Texans, just the 16th favorite sports franchise in Texas. And the Las Vegas Raiders up in flames like a, a Henry Ruggs car crash. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Jesus, Sal. Yeah, it's right. Okay. That's true. No, no. Yeah, it's true. It doesn't mean to be said. All right, Sal, go on. But this line to me, I'm going Houston Texans over the Raiders. 
Okay, great. Thanks, Sal. Money, oh, money line. A money line. My God. Like All it. right. I'm three and nine. But you know what? I want to put my hand up and say it's not my fault. It's the NFL's fault. I'm doing everything I have always done. I'm looking at the lines. I'm taking the overs and the games that should be over. Dirty said it. That Bills and Chiefs game, I don't want to live in a world where that's not the over. That should be an over. It's not my fault. So I won't accept responsibility for these picks. <laughs> so I'm just going to do the boring thing and the handicapper thing. Say, well, here are the trends. So here's the trend for week seven. Do you know that the Atlanta Falcons are the only team this season that have covered every single week? I'll just follow that trend. They're plus six against the Cincinnati Bengals. So there's your pick. Whoa, how boring is that? <laughs> and now I'm going to take an under. Because you know, unders Whoa. fucking suck. I'm going to go the under against Dirty Mike because 51 points used to mean, oh my god, that's so many points. That used to mean take the over. But now I want to watch a game that should be awesome against the San Diego, the San Diego, the Los Angeles Chargers and the dumbass Seahawks and be like, score. Score, score, have fun. I'm going to sit there and be like, please don't score. Please don't score. Please don't score. Because the NFL fucking sucks right now. So I'm just going to take trendy, dumb picks. I'll probably go 2-0 this week. Or I won't. And if I don't, I'll be happy because that means the NFL is writing itself. Okay? So there you go. Trendy, dumb picks. Uh, uh, An Atlanta Falcons team that's covered every single week and a fucking under. So you're welcome. We'll be right back. This episode of the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour is brought to you by the San Diego Chicken. Hey. Hey. I'm the San Diego Chicken. And I used to be the, the mascot of the San Diego Padres back in the 80s and 90s before they got all PC and made the, it made the mascot an actual uh, fryer, which is dumb as shit. They said, oh, you can't snort coke off some guy's dick on Sunset Boulevard after a meaningless win in the 90s. I said, fuck you. And they said, you're fired. Well, look at me now. Yeah, speaking of fryers, come get the best fried chicken down in Southern California, KFC. I'm spinning signs off of I-479 in San Diego for KFC. You know, I'm holding up all right. Sure, there's a team that are in the NLCS, and I'm, you know, spinning signs for a load of mashed potatoes and a 10-piece uh, bucket, but you know, I'll be okay. I'll be all right. Right? Look out! And we are back. As always, we have to thank our sponsor, no matter how down on their luck as they are. It's the the San Diego chicken. Mm -hmm. I mean, a long lost and not totally forgotten mascot who may have at one point, as blasphemous as this may sound, have rivaled the Philly fanatic. Uh, He's in a tough spot. Yeah. He's not doing so hot. Not doing so hot at all. I don't, was he ever doing so hot? I guess would be the question. Like, whatever was the San Diego chicken? Like, they were called the San Diego Padres, but they just had this chicken running around acting like an asshole for well, like two and a half decades. In their defense, we do have a green bird. From the Galapagos Islands. Yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty good defense, I guess. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's why. First off, the fanatic. It is, was my idea. God damn it! I honestly thought we were done with you. Head coach, Hall of Fame drunk, and Hall of Fame coach Tony Larusa. Nope. Come on. No we're what? still up with these antics. The name is Scoop Teaspoon. <laughs> All right, Scoop. Yeah. Go ahead, Scoop. I came up. I was in the Padres organization back in the day. Don't know if that's true. And I was hammer drunk. Sure. And they were like, "Hey, that checks out. We got to make a mascot." And I said, "Make the fucking chicken." <laughs> And they said that checks out. They're like, this Larusa, uh, excuse me, teaspoon character, has got a lot of boxing. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> that did not happen. I don't think you were ever in the Padres organization. 1976, I said, hey, make it a chicken. You know what? I'm not going to fact check you on whether you're in the Padres or not, but I'm going to fact check. Everybody you on- loves a chicken. Yeah, chicken's delicious and they can be funny in the right circumstances, but I'm going to fact check you on the fact that you did not create the San Diego chicken as a mascot. The chicken is the state bird of Idaho. (laughs) What does that have to do with anything? No chance that's real. It's just the, what could you not like about them? They just peck around, eat, I think they eat corn kernels. Okay. I said, everybody, yeah, well, all the kitties are going to be, oh, hey, there's the, there's the chicken, big old chicken, walking around. Sold him. Everybody said, oh, man, this guy, he's going to, one day he's going to be a great coach. <laughs> they knew. <laughs> so it was that moment in time when you pitched the San Diego chicken, they said, Son of a bitch. That coach scoop teaspoon. That 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 marketing man scoop teaspoon's gonna be that's a Hall of Fame manager. No sooner after the words chicken left my mouth, I stamped my ticket to Cooperstown. Okay, coach. Well, it's great to have you on as always. And 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 should we not should we? I guess we had to say congratulations on the I mean they give us so much. They give us entertainment, you know, because if you chop a chicken's head off, it'll keep running around. Yep, 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 sure. They give us eggs. They do. They give us meats. They do. You can even keep them as pets if you're willing to deal with all those scrapes and bruises. All right, I was trying to give you a compliment, but... Shame on me. I had a chicken for a pet back in 1974. Don't believe that. Do not believe that. I do. I named him Mr. Bison. Mr. Who? I named him after the American Bison, which is a national national animal. But you named him Mr. Bison? Yeah. Why? Uh, I don't know. I was hammered. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Coach Teaspoon, <laughs> a.k.a. Tony LaRusso, Hall of Fame coach and Hall of Fame drunk, who has uh, retired for the second time in his life. Oh Hopefully we will see him again soon. God. Uh, and thank you to our sponsor, the, uh, the San Diego Chicken, invented by Tony LaRusso. Sickness and retirement's doing him well. <laughs> you know, he's telling all the stories now. 
Your Philadelphia Eagles. When we last spoke, uh, when we interviewed Kevin Kincaid, which, by the way, thank you very much of Crossing Broad for coming on the show. We truly appreciate that. We were heading into Sunday night. Yeah, I, 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 real quick, I got a text from a buddy of mine, Adam, who's, who listens to the show. Mm. Adam from the Downtowners. Yeah, sure. Uh, Good, dude. Good dude. And he said that he thoroughly enjoyed the Kevin Kincaid segment. And so ah. we should get more guests on. Yeah. We are trying to get more guests on. That was certainly a, a, a trial uh, in and of itself. I think it went well. And, and Jimmy, uh, uh, people enjoyed it. I got texts myself and, and people seemed to like that. And, mm-hmm. and again, it, it didn't feel like a trial. It felt, it felt natural. You know, after 140 episodes to have finally have our first. Off the schneid. Yes. Off the schneid, Nick. It felt good. I guess we'll call it, yeah, our first... Well, no, act- we, we've had guests before, but yeah. like, yeah, first sure. of, of the Weber Philadelphia and- media. Philadelphia media Yeah, guests. yeah, not right. like, not Jesus, but yeah, like... No, no. Yeah, not Shea yeah, Weber. Yeah, 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 okay. Not Hall of Fame drunk and Hall of Fame uh, Cooperstown coach Tony LaRusso. Yeah. Philadelphia but, uh, media guests. Scoop T-Speed. Got yeah. it, thanks, Scoop. Uh, but it was nice for Kevin Kincaid to join us. People really just seem to enjoy that. We are doing our best to gather more guests... Uh, we are doing our best to get in more guests. Sure. Uh, I, don't yeah. know. I think you said we were do- we're doing our guest to better more blessed. Finger Got each other. it. Uh, again, we're glad you enjoyed it. Onward and upward, we're talking about the birds. Six and oh. Sunday mm. night football. Mm. They beat the Cowboys. Did they though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, go, go on. <laughs> That was the that was you know what I'm talking. That was the chatter after the game. It yep. apparently doesn't count. It's, it doesn't count because Dak Prescott wasn't there, and it doesn't count because uh, Dak Prescott wasn't there, and that was their only fucking excuse. Shut the fuck up. The cap. The cap. So, the fill it. Okay, guys. Sorry, man. So no, it's okay. So this is the talk that Nick wants to get into, yeah. and it's letting yep. the yeah. Twitter world yep. rule your head. Everybody yep. world. It is. It is. Yeah, it's the I, it's I, cowboy world. It will, me off will, for like three days. I yeah. will set it up and we will get into that. Yeah. The Eagles went up. Fine, was fine. it 17 nothing? I yeah. Mean, we're, 17 nothing. Yeah. We were up 20 to nothing, wasn't it? 20 nothing. Matt, was, Matt was on Twitter calling game. Yeah, it was 20 to nothing. Yeah, I called game. And even when it got a little dicey, I still called game because. Yeah, well, you had to own it. Well, no, I had to own it. And, and while I was owning it, at the end of the day, all that mattered to me was. Who would I rather want, Jalen Hurts or Cooper Rush? So we were up 17, 20, nothing, whatever it is. It is Wednesday night now, or while we are recapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it got dicey, at the end of the day, would I rather Jalen Hurts or Cooper Rush? We are a better team. Is that coming back? Sure. And we'll see you on Christmas Eve. Yeah, enjoy the next yeah. month and a half while it's fucking happening. Cool. We're 6-0 and heading into the bye week, and we have... Tons to get better and, at. And I'm and you so off. do you. Yeah, because I'm gonna forget. That that's what pisses me off is what you said, and I think I already forgot. Christmas oh, Eve. The, yeah, the Christmas Eve bullshit. Because like they're, they're always in our fucking in our fucking mentions and shit. Like like oh, this game is this game is your Super Bowl. This game is your Super Bowl, Eagles. You're it's your rivalry. We're not even your rivalry. It, it's your Super Bowl. And who 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 are the ones that are already looking forward to Christmas Eve? It makes no sense. There is no weirder fan base than the Philadelphia-born Cowboy fan. Like, and here's the thing. 
their entire existence is just to troll you, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's no other reason they exist. Whether they win or they lose, all they want to do is just be the troll. And that's why they're cowboy fans. It's because they just love the attention. They love to bring attention on themselves. And it's like, you know what, dude? I'm f I might just be done with these fucking cowboy fan people. Like I don't even want to interact with these fucking guys anymore because they're not, it's not even fun. It's just stupid. They win, they're fucking bragging. They lose, we're the losers. It's like you guys aren't even fun. Yeah, but who Fuck gives a shit? They're the Cowboys fans. We're 6-0. and They're 4-2. Fuck them. Don't even give them the attention that they're wanting right now. Don't get into right. it. That's and my what point. I'm saying. I'm going to give them the attention because I'm trying to fight. Yeah, you yeah. want to fight them? That yeah. Would, that would be All right. Cool. So, Nick, Nick, give this shit out right now. This is your time on the mic. I just did. I yelled a lot. If, and now, if, and now if, I'm just like, yo, you just fight me. You yeah. just want to fight in the UFC yeah. and in boxing. You say, who do you want to fight next? Who who, who mm -hmm. do you want in the championship? Who do you want to fight now? Who yeah. Fight yeah. Now? Um, anybody. I don't care. There's, okay, got there's it. two types of local Cowboys fans. Skip Bayless. <clears throat> that Magruder guy. Fuck that guy. There's mm -hmm. two types of local Twitter. Cowboys fans, and I don't know who's worse. The, the, there's one that that's just a front runner and was probably a young kid in the 90s when they were great. And like and the, the, the older ones is when I know, like for a long time, Dallas was like the only team on on the television or some shit. But that's like old heads. The but then television. the other the other Cowboy fan, I think they might be worse, are just people that hate the Eagles for whatever reason. Yeah, that rip that rip Philly that rip Eagles fans down like they rip all their clothes off and just and just just wait i'm getting off the sorry i didn't mean that they just rip them you know what i mean they're just ripping them all up and then at the same time they're walking into their rooms and stepping into their closets and putting their phillies jerseys on and their flyer scullies and their sixers pants yeah dude like, and then, what? you know they're <laughs> and then they're gonna then they're gonna fucking shit on eagles fans like yeah fuck you, hey, dude. it's the same it's, it's the same people man it's still us. Yeah, you want me? To, you want me to high five you over the Phillies, and then all of a sudden we're supposed to be cool, knowing yeah, that you're we're, the we're scumbag Eagles, fans. We're scumbag Eagles fans, but like when the Phillies are on, ah, oh, we're cool. Yeah, we're, hey, Sixers, hey, yeah, yeah, we're bros. We're and bro B, brotherhood. And B's gonna win MVP this year. Yeah, it's like, yeah, fuck yeah. You, dude. And then and then the Eagles come on. It's like, oh man, you guys are cocksuckers. There's just and you, you threw batteries at, at Jesus and 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 peed on Santa and stuff. You, you booed Michael Carter when he died, and it's like, yeah, all right. I'll cool. say it before now, and I'll say it again. Like it's just so weird to because like i feel i just feel like sports is a little bit about civic pride like it's about pride in the area that you're from it's about like it's like a you know it's uh, it's tribalism you know the greatest thing that humanity's ever done uh it's yeah. the most american thing ever when we came to this country we said hey native americans fuck you we're Mo taking over this country and over. we're gonna plant our flag yep. in mm -hmm. this specific area and say yep. this is ours right yeah. isn't that what you were getting at jimmy or am i misinterpreting this no not at okay, all, but, um, uh, but, but sorry. I, there's, there's sorry. something weird about somebody like, yeah, there's definitely like a, there's, that's a personality test. If you're like a fan of like a, any out of state team, it's like you, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's, I just want to know. I just, there's gotta be a psychological study done exactly. to be like, why? Because of all cities to do that in the Philadelphia born cowboy, like this is a great area to grow up in and like join in everybody on the sports teams. There's not a ton of cities like that. We're not a transplant city. We're not like fucking Miami. We're not Tampa Bay. We're not San Diego where like people just go to move there and they brought other sports teams with us like everybody who's fucking here is from here and stayed here the only place most people go is the Jersey Shore yeah that's it you know what I'm saying so like the, the people that are just born
born and don't want to be a part of that and you just want to be like a cowboy fan for no reason from maybe some, Disney World but from they some... want to be but they want to be three quarters part of that and that's the part that I've never really understood it's like you like three out of the four but you just for some reason don't like you don't see any Yankees fans walking around you just don't I mean there's yeah. a couple of them yeah. but there's so many cowboys you go to you go to a local bar and like you, you know you see cowboys fans Everywhere. like you go to a local bar during this Phillies run, you don't see anybody else but fucking red all over the place. And right. most of them are like around our age, which uh, you were the young, impressionable kid when they were dominant in the the, yeah. uh, the mid nineties. I mean, to be fair, Nick, you will you will go places and well, see a lot of Yankee fans. So like they're on the same level. Almost. I was just saying to to Jimmy's point, I'll disagree with you there. The Yankees have been way yeah. more dominant since the the Cowboys have been dominant. So if you right. wanted to pick and choose your team to follow. If that's the way you want it to be to be grown up and not choose what to do after that, the Yankees have been the team to pick outside of the Cowboys. The Cowboys have been nothing, which I'm we're not right. breaking any news here. No. They haven't been dominant since the mid nineties. So just sticking well, with that. That's, that's the crazy. other argument that well, hey, that's the other argument that pisses me right off. Is 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 when they're like Oh, you, you've been in existence since 1960, and you didn't get your first fucking Super Bowl until 2018. Well, it's like, hey, motherfucker, I'm only 30-something, so it didn't take that fucking long, and you're in your 30s or 40s or whatever, and you were like fucking eight when the Cowboys won. You don't remember that shit? Don't fucking lie to me. Like, oh, I remember. I watched with my mom and my dad and my grandparents, and I was like, nope, you nope, nope, nope. You were playing Ninja Turtles in the fucking corner room like everybody else. Shut the fuck up. I also just don't understand why they talk shit. Like, what are you talking shit about? Like, and that's what gets back to my whole troll thing. Dude, they've won three playoff games since 1996. Three playoff games in 20, what, 26 years. Just don't talk until you can. That's my biggest thing with Cowboys fans. Well, they're America's time, team. Dirty. Oh, and every time you go to shut them down, they just come out with something where they're just trolling you along. And it's like, why am I talking to this guy? Yeah. Well, yeah, that that's your fault. You it, exactly. That. That's why I don't want to interact with them anymore. It's your, well, it's your I fault. enjoy it. I think it's fun. You, you can't let them goad you along like they that. They do. God damn it. They do. Because they don't have anything. They have no ammo. Yeah, well, that's it. But they think they do. I didn't they know we were going to get into a big Eagles versus Cowboys You're right, you're right. This is, I, this is a long it chat just, about it. just kind of led into it. I, you, I, you, you guys know. went off of that. I just, hey, I'm sorry. I'd rather cool. have talked about how the Eagles beat the Cowboys yeah, on Sunday they Night did. Football. Oh, they six did win. Oh. And you all went I totally nuts. forgot. I totally forgot all about that part. Yeah, yeah, we did beat that. go ahead. Tell the fans what happened on Sunday night. No, you ain't past that. I mean, it just is. So, like... You didn't... You didn't smell my facetiousness? Well, of course listen, you did. It just is what it is at this right, point. So that, that's, the, that's the feelings on the Eagles fans versus the Cowboys fans. There's just not just much to say outside of what literally was said for the past 10 minutes from mm-hmm. this podcast. Mm-hmm. I love that. We are the only undefeated team left in the NFL. And the Eagles have so much more to improve upon. And there's no team that knows that they need to improve upon that than the Philadelphia Eagles. And that's Huge, and the two guys that know they need to improve upon that are Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts, and that's such a comforting thing. Like, to like they could be walking in six and zero and be holding their heads high. They could be just kind of bloviating, and be like, "Yo, well, that's on me. Well, that's on me. That's on me." No, when Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts talk, they're like, "We leave money on the table," or they go on Angela and say. Well, it's funny you say that, and we know that we're great in the second quarter and that like we're not that good in the second half. They're super honest in saying that 
There is money on the table. We could be so much better than we are. And we're going into the bye, getting our offensive line healthy with Lane Johnson, with Landon Dickerson, with Jordan Mailata, with everybody. I even think that Jalen Hurts is probably a little banged up from all the hits that he's been taking. He kind of winced a little bit when he got sandwiched in that one play. Mm-hmm. This team's yeah. going to be coming out better than ever. I'm not talking about 17-0. Even this schedule is so fucking easy as oh, it is. There's so probably going to be a letdown game, whatever. Big time. Nah. I think this team's going to be coming. I don't think it's going to be coming out with... <laughs> All right, we do whatever in the first quarter. We come out gangbusters in the second quarter, and we let down in the second half. I think we're going to come out with a completely different team in this after the bye. That's what I truly think. I think this is going to be a better team than what it is, a more complete team because of Sirianni and Jalen Hurts. That's my thought on this. Yeah, and one of my favorite things Jalen Hurts keeps saying is like, you know, anytime somebody brings up six and zero, and it was same thing last week. Anytime anybody brought up five and zero, he's just like, I don't want to talk about five and zero. I don't want to talk about six and I don't even want to talk about that shit. And I'm like, man, this guy just gets everything. Like, there's literally not one thing in this yeah. world that that man doesn't get. Yeah, or and like, there's he's, there's also nothing about that man to not like. Yeah, like you can you man. can try so hard, and it's like, man, everything about this yeah, guy just speaking rules. of hard. Everything about this guy is just so awesome. Like, we've never, I can't remember the last time we've had, actually, I'll say, we've never had a quarterback that was like that here ever. And you know what is the big difference ever. about Jalen Hurts? It's the fact that he's played under Nick Saban in the SEC, been in those national championship games, and then went to Oklahoma, which isn't the SEC, but he's been in those big time in environments. Yeah. So he's been in those situations where they've been undefeated and been under those bright lights and been under those situations where the expectations are that big. NFL big? No. But as big as it can be on Saturday night, and he knows that this is what the locker room expects, that this is what the expectations are, where it's just like, the end goal is the championship. Like, yeah, being undefeated is cool. Like, that's great. But, like, it honestly, at the end of the day, doesn't matter. Because when you're at Alabama, being undefeated is the expectation. Yep. Winning it all is the end goal. So, those speeches he gives is not just, it's it's not empty. He's saying, this is great. We can be so much better. And it goes back to what you said a couple months ago, too, with Howie and how he's changed up these drafts. It's like the opposite of that was fucking Carson Wentz, the guy who never played in a big game in his entire life outside of fucking 4,000 people at a North Dakota stadium. And it's like all of a sudden Howie woke up and said, I'm just going to draft dudes that play in big moments and win. I'm going to draft Nicobe Dean and Jordan Davis and Jalen Hurts and guys that play. Devontae Smith. Devontae, yeah, right? Like just guys that fucking play for huge programs. I feel like nine out of ten times you're going to go right when you do that. Yep. All the guys years but, but hey yeah. he got there he exactly got there. exactly and and you know what there's something to be said about having a guy who's been there as long as how he has been right now to maybe you know what the light bulb went off there is something to be said about just fucking draft the guys in the big programs while we have the veterans who've been in the big game moments like brandon graham like fletcher cox whether fletcher cox is performing at the high level to have him teach a jordan davis played in the sec doing, Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's playing the SEC, even though it's Mississippi State. Which yeah, is still played up against top tier guys. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it's kind of this perfect mix. It's kind of what's happening with the Phillies right now, where we have a Schwarber and a Harper and and a Cassianos, whatever. Even though he's not doing that great right now, they're still teaching the daycare. We have 
uh, of Fletcher Cox and a Brandon Graham teaching the young guys in Jordan Davis and Josh Sweat and all that, teaching the young guys in Jordan Davis and Kobe Dean. And we have A.J. Brown teaching the young guys in Devontae Smith. And then Jalen Hurts just being this ultimate leader. Like, that's such a great mesh. At 24 the way he the way he the way he speaks and the way the way he he grabs the room like those dudes Jalen starts speaking like they stop and they 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 look and when he's speaking to them he's he's looking in their eyes like that kind of shit is just like that that you know, I I think you can you know put it into the category of like intangibles fine like his are off the charts man it, it's just it's really something to watch when they put those videos out on monday where we get to see jalen talking to the team after the game and it's it's just like from the second that man's mouth opens it's like goosebumps for like, yeah, for like, like two minutes and like I, I the only way i can think of it in my life to compare is like have you ever worked at a place where like you worked for a boss that was like he, he was a good boss but he wasn't cool like you didn't get along with him but oh, like yeah. but like you just but you still did well and then you work at a place where like your boss is kind of your friend and like you just feel like you can fucking run the place and own the place. Like that's how I feel how Jalen Hurts is with his players. Like this is the first quarterback we've ever had in this city where I genuinely feel like the players like him. No one liked McNabb. Foles was kind of weird. Wentz was super religious. Like you know Sanchez. You know, guys might have liked not, Michael and Vick. Not just like him, but like follow him. Follow him. Like, yeah. like the and Michael Vick is the only guy that I can think about where that may have been the case also. But oh I don't yeah, think, for sure Vick. Yeah, he just I, couldn't I, stay on the field. Yeah. So <laughs> I said earlier that there was nobody, and then Vick totally got Vic by and, me. Vick and Hurts are very similar. You add that. Along with the defense having massive amounts of swag, oh, with yeah. Slay talking out of his ass and being the best cornerback in the game, best yeah. secondary with Bradbury in being a silent assassin, yeah. and Gardner Johnson Dude. being just the loudest mouth in the league. Yeah, that threesome right there with the rest of the talent on that team oh, and, 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 and be threesome. Yes, Ooh. and BG, who's also such a fucking talker, you add that, that's a deadly team right there. It's the three so, best corners we've ever had together at one point that I can ever remember. Absolutely. So you add that, you add a bye, then we have a soft schedule, and then we have a mini bye where we face the Texans on Thursday night, which people are saying are a trap, are a trap game. Oh. No, it's a fucking Texans. Yeah, relax. That's a mini bye. Yeah. That's a mini bye in itself. On Get a Thursday. So that's a trap game for a fake good team, okay? Yeah. All right. And, and we ain't fake good, okay? And it's a Thursday night. We're going to roll them. So that's it on the Eagles. Um, I don't know. Any final thoughts on Wait, that? Wait, so what was the look ahead? On the schedule. Oh my what god, we have, I, we have. It's really fun. I'll rip it. Oh, it's hysterical. I, I think we've reached the point of the season where, and I probably should have been doing it before. Uh, but like, I think it's part of the. I, I need to start writing the rest of the schedule on the board. Yeah, because uh, you who, know, whoever laughs first loses. So the Steelers come to Philly. The Eagles go to the Texans. Commanders come to the Philly. The Eagles go to Indianapolis, which that might be the no, only game that might be a little no, bit weird. Suck. Yeah, suck. You know, it's the only game I look at and go, man, maybe. Yeah, they're really bad. Four now? Yep. Uh, then, then the Packers come here. God, are they fucking Five trash. The Titans come here. They're fucking now. trash. We go to New York. All right, who knows? Seven now. We go to Chicago. Oh, my God. Eight now. The Cowboys in <laughs> Dallas. Nine nine now. Weird. Nope, Saints weird. come here. See you. Give me that draft pick. Ten and then now. the Giants come here. Yeah, there's eleven. I, I I just I don't feel I don't feel lost. <laughs> eleven. How, how do we miss seventeen now? No, he he just named eleven uh, games. Okay, all right. Yeah, we're already right. six and zero. Oh, so yep. eleven plus six is seventeen. Yeah, Nick doesn't see a single loss. I see like three. But Nick sees zero. Yeah. I'm saying it all year. Love it. You know. I realistically see this team at fourteen to fifteen wins. Oh, you mad? Yeah, that Christmas Eve ain't if gonna they be lose shit. More ben, than two, I'm. Sh- 
done, dude. If they lose, dude, if they lose more than one, I'm stuck. I, this is this is this is the season. This is the year. This is this is this is. Uh, we were blessed with this schedule. It's not our fault. Hey, Cowboys. Hey, you want to you want to say oh, the Eagles are only where they are because of their schedule? Hey, how about you suck on my balls, Cowboys? Yeah, right? Suck Cow- on Nick's balls. Yeah, suck yeah. On everyone Nick's suck balls. on Nick's balls. Yeah, suck on them because yeah. I didn't make the schedule. Yeah. But you can still suck on my balls. Put his Oreo hat on while you do it. Yeah, that's it. What Oreo hat? All right. And that will sum up our show. Follow us on Instagram at RBCFH Podcast. Follow me at Matt RBCFH Pod. Follow at... What is your new... Uh, no, it's, we're no back. it's still we're, that we're, one. We're back. It's still that at one. At new RBCFH Pod. Follow at Dirty Mike RBCFH. We will see you all next week. Good night.